You can cry on command. And that is why I decided to create this. Welcome to Free Talk, the show to help you learn English the fun and simple way. Ready? Hello and welcome back to Free Talk Podcast. My name is Alan and I am the host of this show. On the episode of today, we are going to talk about video games. So I will start this podcast by asking you this question. Are you a gamer? Do you enjoy playing video games? If you answered yes, chances are that you are a boy. If your answer was yes, the probabilities that you are a boy are higher. And that is not only my opinion, that is the those are the facts. That is the real statistic about the perception of video games. We as a society believe that video games are for boys only and we don't see a lot of girls uh, playing video games. We 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 see a few of them. But most of the, um, the the players of video games are boys. But did you know that there is a reason for this? So this is not just something that happened. It was not a natural thing. There is a reason for this. And that is what we are going to discuss on this episode. So let's go back in time to 1972. In 1972, there was... Um, this video game, this arcade game, that was one of the first video games ever released. And the name of this video game was Pong. Pong. P-O-N-G. Pong. If you are very young, maybe you don't, you don't have any idea of what I'm talking about. But Pong was this video game where you have these two, like, pallets or two tables on each side of the screen. And then you have this little dot and you had to push the dot, this little point in the middle from one side to the other. And you had to, um, to keep the dot going to gain points. So, for example, this first video game that I'm talking about was completely unisex. So there were uh, no things that you could identify with one gender. So it was not for boys, it was not for girls, it was for everyone. And actually, uh, this video game that was uh, produced by Atari, one of the earliest companies in the video game industry, was marketed to the entire family. So this video game was offered as a product for the entire family. So we, we didn't have a division of boys versus girls in that video game. And, um, well, this continued, so it was for everyone. Then in 19, I think 1980 or 1981, uh, it, this uh, huge video game came to the market, and I'm sure that you know this one, and it was Pac-Man. So Pac-Man was a hit in the video game industry, and um, the, the, the next year, when they did a relaunch of the video game, they discovered that the video game was so popular among women, among girls, that they decided 
to um, make this uh, second release of the, of the video game, but the main character was now a woman. So Pac-Man was not a boy, it was Miss Pac-Man. So it was a girl, because the market was very, um, very much dominated by girls. So, uh, as you can see in this in this early stage of the video games, we didn't have any division of gender. It was equally uh, good or equally marketed for boys and girls. But this changed um, a few years later. So I'm talking about 1982. In 1983, the, the following year, there was um, a crash in the video game market. And uh, this crash was um, due to, so it was caused because um, a lot of companies started uh, creating and uh, offering these new video games that were not really good. So they were only in for the money, they, they didn't care about um, creating like good uh, video games, so they only want to exploit the market and offer uh, a lot of horrible video games, and a lot of people stopped playing video games altogether. That means entirely. People completely stopped playing video games. So this continued for a few years. It's 1983, 1984, 1985, 1986, and then in 1987, one of the biggest companies of video games appeared, it was created, and that was Nintendo. So when the people, the people at, at Nintendo were uh, trying to decide what was the, um, the best marketing plan to offer their new uh, video games, they, they made a decision. And this decision was that they, they were going to um, change the um, change the, the location of the um, of, of where they were going to sell their video games in the stores. Before Nintendo appears in the picture, the video games were usually I mean the video game consoles were usually sold, were offered in the electronics area of the stores. But Nintendo said no, we are going to market this video game as a toy. So it's not going to be an electronic, it's going to be a toy. And the thing is that when they made this decision and they, they said, okay, we are going to, to, to place our product in the, um, the toys area, by that time, by 1987, the, um, the market was completely divided in the toy section. So you had toys for boys and you had toys for girls. There was no middle point. There were no compromises. It was one side or the other. So the people at Nintendo had to make this decision. Who are we going to offer our product? Who are we going to market our product? And they decide boys. Mm -hmm. So then in that moment, the, um, the complete uh, history of uh, future video games was established. They said video games are for boys. So they started making video games that were 
more boys oriented, you know? So they started making video games about sports, cars, uh, fights, weapons, I mean, things that usually appeal, things that are attractive to boys. And they slowly uh, started neglecting the girls. So they said, we are making a product for boys, not for girls. And they continued doing so for decades. And they were making new video games for boys and they were advertising these video games for boys. So, you know, using marketing and TV ads and, and all those things to attract boy, uh, the boy market or the boy portion of the market. And that was in 1987. So it has been more than, what is that, 1987, 29 years, 28 years, something like that. And that is the reason why today we, when we think about video games, we like almost naturally associated with boys but that is not the reality of video games that is just what the marketing people at these companies have been doing so that is what we believe because of the marketing they are using and i think that is also one of the reasons why right now or today if you listen to a girl saying that she likes video games we often think that that is not true and we say no i mean i think that these girls are only saying that they like video games because they want to fit in fit in they want to be a part of a community or they want to stand out they want to to be different from the um the rest of the girls but that is not true the reality is that girls like video games it's only that we as a society have been pushing them away and we have been repeating to girls no video games are for boys if you want to play video games you should play uh, i don't know um princesses video games or things that are not the actual video games because video games like we know them are for boys but that is not entirely true. So next time someone asks you uh, why uh, video games are usually played by boys or by men only, now you have an answer. The answer is because the marketing has made us believe, the marketing has convinced us that video games are for boys, but that is not true. Okay, so that is, um, that is how we are going to finish this main topic of the podcast. I really want to make these, um, these episodes shorter, so I, I, I don't know if you really prefer long episodes, like the previous ones, 40 minutes, I think even 50 minutes, but I do prefer to make shorter episodes. So right now... We are going to finish this section here and I will ask you, um, do you play any video games? And when you answer me this question, I would like to know if you are a boy or if you are a girl. So we can start making our own statistics with the listeners of this podcast. And now to finish this episode, let's go to a quick 
short word and pronunciation. Okay, on the word and pronunciation of this episode, we are going to check the difference in pronunciation between two often frequently confusing words. And these two words are the word this and the word this. Uh -huh. You see, they sound very similar, but they are, I mean, there, there is a little difference in the pronunciation. So let's check the first word. The word is this, this, T-H-I-S, this. We use this word to, it's a demonstrative, so we use it to refer to things, to point things, and this is singular. For example, you say this house, or this podcast, or uh, this episode. So you talk about one thing. And the second word is the word this, this. And the, the spelling is T-H-E-S-E, T-H-E-S-E, this is also a demonstrative. So we also use it to point things or to refer to things. The difference is that this one is plural. So we say, for example, these houses, these podcasts, these episodes. So the, the, the pronunciation in, in both words is very similar. There is just a little, little difference. When we use the singular word, the, uh, the sound of the vowel, it's like an I. Uh -huh, like, in, in, like, for example, in silver. Silver. So the pronunciation is short and it's like an I. So you say this, this, this. And the muscles in your mouth are very relaxed. This this. Mm -hmm. And when we use the, the, the plural one, the vowel sounds like a long E, like for example in the word green, green, green. So we say this, this. The sound is longer. Okay, so check, the, check it out, check the difference. This, this this, this. It is a very, very tiny difference. It is not very obvious, but it exists. So one trick that you can use when you are having trouble uh, identifying the difference between these two words is that when you use the singular form, your face has no expression. Your, the muscles in your face are not moving. You only say this, this. But when you use the plural form, the muscles in your mouth is, is like if you were smiling. So when you want to say the plural, make a smile, smile. And then you say this. Mm -hmm. You can practice this in front of the mirror and, and try to make the smile. You are going to see how the muscles in your face are going to get tighter. So they are not really relaxed. And you say, this, this, and now you are smiling. 
Okay, so this is the um, the difference in the pronunciation between these two words. It's not very, I would say, it's not very important to make this difference completely obvious because we have context. If I say this and the next thing I say is, for example, house, house, singular, we understand that the word I used before was this. Because if I say this house, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't match the numbers. Okay, so practice this this uh, technique, this uh, smile exercise in front of the mirror, and I would love to know what do you think about it. If you think, if you don't see the difference, or if you now identify the difference, I would love to know if this exercise works for you. Okay, so that's how we are going to finish this episode. It is less than 20 minutes. I think that is that is great, and. Well, um, uh, uh, you know, we, we, um, we are making more content other than the podcast. We have the podcast, but, but we have a lot of great videos to learn expressions, to learn things like this, difference between sometimes confusing words, and we are going to make more and more videos. So if you want to get all the content we have for you, including the free course that I have for you, to learn English, go to www.freetalkenglish.com and you are going to find all that content absolutely free. You don't have to pay a dollar. It's absolutely free. Okay? So I will see you next week for a new episode of Free Talk Podcast. Keep it simple.